Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Ben Olson, that's Nathan Fox. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Sneaking LSAT. We have an email here from Devin. The topic is, can you get worse at the LSAT? Oh no. <laughs> Hi, Ben and Nathan. I've been studying with the LSAT Demon Live subscription for a year now. My diagnostic score was a 143 and I have since improved by 25 points with my latest practice test being a 168. Damn. Okay, that doesn't sound like getting worse. Hmm. 25 points. That's Pretty a life-changing good. amount of improvement. <laughs> I want yeah. to start there, Devin. Congratulations. Like you've you're winning at life. You are winning extremely hard at life right now because yeah. that improvement will change your life. It will get you into schools that you never would have gotten into. It'll get you full ride scholarships at schools that you would have been waitlisted or denied at. Yeah. And so congratulations. You need to be like counting your blessings constantly is what I would recommend. Because I'm within striking distance of the 170s, I've decided to take my first real LSAT this coming January. Okay. Recently, I have noticed that when I am drilling, I am missing a lot more questions than I used to. At one point in my studies, I got to the point where level five LR questions were easy and I would get most, if not all of them correct. However, for the past month or two, even level three LR questions are giving me a hard time and I find level five questions nearly impossible to get right. I've also noticed this trend in reading comp, which has always been my strongest section. I have reviewed... LSAT Demon lessons to refresh my memory. I've gone to live classes and watched recordings of classes. I thoroughly review a question when I get it wrong until I get the magic click of understanding and will use the ask button if I need further clarification. I don't do a lot of time sections or full practice tests, so I don't burn myself out. And I'm sure to give myself breaks when studying for the same reason. I study five days a week for about two or three hours each day. I listen to your podcasts a lot and feel that I've taken all of your advice to be the best LSAT Demon student that I could be. Yet, three weeks out from the January test, I feel like I understand the LSAT less than I did a few months prior. Is it possible to get worse on the LSAT? Am I psyching myself out because the test is around the corner? Any advice or suggestions that you may have for me would be greatly appreciated. Warm regards, Devin. Wow, Devin, it seems like you're doing so many things correctly and well. I don't even yep. know if correctly is the right word, but you're doing things in a way that seems to work for a lot of people. Yep. I am concerned. I almost wonder if this mental shift from, hey, I got to 168 and I'm within striking distance of the 170s. And now it's like you're, it's, it's almost like you're reaching for yeah. the 170s in a yeah. way that you haven't been before, like you've been focusing yeah. on the questions. I, I wonder if that's part of it. And you even kind of alluded yeah. to that. You said, am I psyching myself out? Right. Because the test is just around the corner. Right. People frequently diagnose their own problems. And I stumbled over it when I was reading the email. You know, she said, because I am within striking distance of the 170s, he or she, I should say, um, hmm. Because I am within striking distance of the 170s, I've decided to take my first real LSAT this coming January. And I went kind of like, maybe get those 170s. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like the best thing you can do for your confidence is to put good scores on your practice test record. And you went ahead and registered for this test. I mean, geez, when was the registration deadline for the January test? Early December? Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we do talk about, hey, look, when you're within striking distance, we use those words, right? But not if it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. 
right? I mean, so Devin, there's nothing wrong with just rescheduling this test or cancel this test. I mean, if you're not ready, you're not ready. And you're, there's a lot of negativity in this email. Mm. So if you're like, I think you need to change your attitude or change your test date or both. But my, my prescription would be probably to just take a couple days off and then do a practice test or take a couple days off and then do timed sections amounting to a practice test, right? One section of games, one section of LR, one section of RC. Sure. Add up your score, figure out where you're at. You said your latest practice test was a 168. Well, that's 25 points over your diagnostic. You're not getting worse at the LSAT. You're getting better at the LSAT. Astronomically so. Yeah. It sounds like you're really twisting yourself up here when you're doing your drilling. Hmm. Devin can't see the difficulty before attempting the question, right? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. All right. Because it sounds a little bit like you might be psyching yourself out where you're like, oh, well, boy, I have no chance on level fives. Well, but you don't even know what level difficulty the question is while you're doing it. Yeah. The other thing, Devin, here, you could go into your advanced settings and you could, and maybe you've already done this, but you could increase the randomness of the difficulty level from the default setting of 20% to 40%. So 40% of your questions have the difficulty level given to you has nothing to do with your skill level. It's random. So it could be level one, it could be level five, it could be level three, two, four, whatever. And that might just, maybe that, that greater amount of randomness would be good for you. Well, and that's why doing some timed sections would be good for you. Mm -hmm. You can't do a timed section without realizing how easy the LSAT is. Not if you're doing it the right way, right? Because here's how, here's what it looks like to do, to do a section the right way. You hit start. You hit the clock to turn the clock off. I'm going to ignore the clock. In 30 minutes, I'll get a warning that says, hey, you have five minutes left. So for the Mm -hmm. next 30 minutes, I'm not watching the clock at all. Yep. I'm going to start with question number one. I'm going to read question number one carefully. I'm going to read the first sentence of question number one carefully. Then I'm going to read the second sentence of question number one carefully. If I don't understand the first sentence of question number one, I'm going to reread it before I read the second sentence of question number one. Mm-hmm. And when I get done with question number one, I'm going to go, yeah, you could put a gun to my head and I got that question right. <laughs> like, I'm not I'm not afraid. I know mm-hmm. that the right answer is D or whatever it is mm-hmm. because the LSAT's easy. And then I'm going to do that same thing on question number two and number three and number four and number five. And at some point in the first 10, there might be one that's like, OK, well, this one. Please don't shoot me. Yeah. It, well, this one, it's like, I'm not willing to take that gamble, right? Yeah, yeah. This one, it's like, uh, boy, I don't, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I, you know, I'm 90, 95% sure on that one. And then as I get deeper into the section, I'm going to have more of those moments, but I'm still going to also have a lot of moments where it's like, nah, yeah. there's no way that it's anything other than E or whatever it is. It's just like, yeah, yeah no, I've solved it. That's the answer. Yeah. And you know, that's going to be happening at this level at some, somebody who can score a 168, you should feel so confident on like 85%, 90% of all the questions you attempt. There's going to be a little bit of uncertainty on, yeah, 10, 15% of the questions. Maybe you finish the section, maybe you don't, probably not. There's no need to finish the section at your level of scoring. You shouldn't be finishing, really. You should be just 
accurate running out of time. When the five minute warning comes up, you just bubble in, you know, D, 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 D. And then you see what you got. But it's like, I guess the lesson that you learn from doing time sections is that it's not actually about those level five questions anyway. Your score is determined by the level one, level two, level three questions. Mm -hmm. You know, until you are solidly in the 170s. And even then, when you're in the 170s, you know, it's still like 80% of the questions are not level five questions. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. <laughs> there are far fewer of the hardest ones than there are of the easiest ones. There's so many of the very easy questions. Yeah. And so like your problem, I don't know. I think maybe one thing that happens when people drill a lot and that's why the drilling tool has the randomness built into it is because if you drill too much before we had the randomness in there, when you drill a lot, it gets to where the demon is just only ever giving you level five questions. And that can be pretty discouraging because it's like, yeah, no, the demon is trying to get you to a point where you're going to miss some questions sometimes. So the demon's giving you all the very hardest questions. And I'm sure that that's actually still happening because Devin's been a student of ours for a while. And Devin has been doing a lot of drilling, it looks like. Yeah. And so you are getting some randomness, but I like Ben's suggestion that we maybe encourage or sorry, that we maybe increase that randomness so that you get more random questions, like easier questions mixed into your drilling. Cause you, otherwise, like I want you to build the expectation that you're going to get them right. Mm -hmm. And if you just do nothing but level five, level five, level five, level five, well then you're like practicing getting them wrong because you will miss some of those. Yeah. Right. And then I, and then it, that can be discouraging. Yeah. So I would encourage Devin, I think you need to mix in some time sections. And Ben, do you want to talk again about how do they increase the randomness if they want to increase the randomness in their drilling algorithm? Certainly. You go to your profile page and then you click on you click on advanced settings. And on the advanced settings page, there's a section that says uh, random difficulty. I think that's what it says. Random difficulty. And you go into all three of your sections, logical reasoning, reading comprehension, and logic games, and you just move the randomness up from 20%, which is the default to 40%. Great. Okay. And then you'll start getting some of those easier questions mixed in. Um, other than that though, Devin, it is not possible to get worse on the LSAT. I do not think you're getting worse. Am I, am, are you psyching yourself out? Yes, you are psyching yourself out for sure. Um, there's nothing forcing you to take the test in January. You could always just say, nah, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Um, but if you decide that you do want to take it coming up here on, let's see, it's January 12th this year, um, you'll, you have, you know, a few days, I would say, take a few days off. And then maybe come back with a timed section, because, again, the time section is just going to start off with like the first 10 questions are just going to be easy and manageable. And that I think should help someone like you get back on the horse. Yeah. Email daily at lsatdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.